Welcome and thank you for listening to another episode of Rod Talks, starring Rod Lyman. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much for that beautiful intro. (laughs) I love it. So if you didn't know already, uh, if you didn't recognize that voice, that is the voice of Michael Malaskic. Did I say that right? Smith. Oh, Michael Smith? Yeah, the S is is silent. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Malasnik. (laughs) Malasnik. You know, Rod, after 10 years, you'll get it. I I, I should, right? You're getting better. I'm getting better. Huh? I am. You're getting, getting better. better. I am. I am. I'm. I'm learning it. You know, it's it's hard to it's learn. It's a hard names. name. Well, it it is. You know, I I've been used to calling you Honey and Deer and everything. So, uh, and don't you dare stop. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, we have a lot of stuff. We always, whenever we get on the phone, we just we have a hard time ever getting off the phone. So, yep. Um. So today, when I, it's like, hey, I. I what are you doing? He said, he was like, uh, not much, just, you know, screwing around, flying around, doing something, you know, you're either killing zombies or something. Like that. So what are you doing today? I am uh, working on uh, my presentation for next Wednesday. Oh, what is next Wednesday? Yeah. I, and and uh, now that you know that it's next Wednesday, I think you have an opening between 10 and 12, don't you? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have clients that all that day, so I have a lady. Well, good. I'm glad oh, yeah. you're busy. Oh, I actually have a lady flying in from Dallas. I can't cancel that. Even though you're no. that special, I just couldn't cancel it for her. No, I get it. Yeah. So what are you doing next Wednesday? Uh, I'm doing a presentation on uh, belief, the power of belief. And, uh, you know, it's kind of what do you believe and why do you believe it? And, uh, of course... You know, with me, it's going to have a little bit of a dark taint to it. Uh, you know, the you know what the schools really are and what the schools are really teaching. You know, indoctrination instead of education type of things. Gotcha. And, you know, how did we come to be so upside down and inside out? Why do we think that everything is out there? Um, and of course, you know, when you um, you know when you have those beliefs, you're going to act on them, right? right. Your yep. your beliefs dictate your thoughts your thoughts then generate actions and uh you know i always think of it as uh, combing the mirror and um so anyway we're going to take a look at that and then uh, you know the matrix movie will play a big part because boy they really tell you the truth uh, you just have to understand it and uh you know get into okay here's the science behind how the human body really works and here's the science beyond uh of reality and uh then of course you know i love Nothing more than connecting the dots between science, religion, philosophy, and mysticism and show how they all have been saying the same thing. Well, of course, your religions and mysticism goes back thousands of years. Um, but, you know, they've been telling us stuff for thousands of years that science is just now proving. Oh, I love that stuff. Oh, absolutely. That's. I mean, you're absolutely correct. I mean, that's been something that, you know... Uh, it's everything's hidden, and and I, I remember you doing a, a talk on that about hidden, you know, symbols and symbolizations in this world, and that hiding in plain sight. Absolutely, that's what they do. They hide it right in plain sight, <laughs> and uh, I love that stuff. In fact, the the, the title of the show is "Hiding in Plain Sight." Is it really? What do you believe? 
Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I, uh, I, that's just my thing. You know, I just love how they hide stuff in plain sight. I can't tell you how many times I see black cubes just driving around town. Right. I love it. Yep, that's you know absolutely. Explain to everybody what what the symbolization of a, a black cube is actually. So the the black cube um, is uh, Saturn, and in occultism, Saturn is Satan. And if you look at the Bible, you know I saw him fall to the earth. Well, who's the ruler of this earth? It's Satan. And so, um, basically, when you're seeing the black cube of space, uh, and it's in movies, uh, it's in video games, it's everywhere. It's just amazing how much they they throw that in our faces. But basically, I think that's just to remind you that we're in a matrix. Um, It's it's this place, this physical uh, world. And, uh, you know, I I just love uh, all the symbology and the occultism uh, behind it and is another example of the black cube. Um, When you look at, you know, a cube, generally it's 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 tilted towards you a little bit and it forms a hexagram. Right. 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 Has anyone ever tried to put a hex on you? That's where that comes from. Yep. There you go. You know, and, and when you look at Saturn. Well, just staying on Saturn for a minute, mm-hmm. you know the the North Pole is a uh, is, is a storm. There's a storm on the North Pole that somehow creates this um, this hexagram. That's that's the North Pole is is a hexagram, wow. and then of course you know the South Pole is the all-seeing eye of Horus. If you look at the South Pole, it looks just like an eye. Yes, it and does. you can imagine, you know, back in the days of uh, ancient Egypt or Kemet, right? We're going back a long time. You know, we had the black sun. Right. The sun that we have up here right now wasn't around back in those days. It was what they called the black sun. Well, the black sun was Saturn. And so imagine, you know, you're just doing your thing, maybe building a pyramid or an obelisk or whatever they did back in those days. <laughs> and you look up, and you got this planet the size of Saturn, right? Heck right. a lot bigger than Earth. Yep. And at the South Pole, what you're looking at is this gigantic eye. Yeah. It makes perfect sense, the all-seeing eye. I, I get it. Yep. Well, you, you remember my story. When I, I died, I became an eye. You became what now? An eye. I saw. I was. I became oh, an just, eye. You, yeah, you Sure. Yeah. yeah, and that's and I could see all around me. I mean, everywhere, and it was all my senses added together as an eye. It was you know that's what when I died, that's what I saw and I felt, and so yeah, that symbolism of that is just amazing to me too. Absolutely, I, I you know, and, and think of a near death experience. Uh, yep. People who have died and come back, you know, you know, they all had different experiences. Right. But a very common one is, you know, they die on the operating table, right. and they they float above the room and they watch their body and they watch everybody operating and doing what they're doing. They're watching. Absolutely, that's and that's exactly what you know was me is that that you know I died in the hospital and. I, you know, I watched the walls melt and everything, and then I just became this eye, which was, it's just a fascinating aspect about the symbolization of all this. I just love it. I just love oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But I got to tell you, though, Rod, if you saw the walls melting, that sounds a lot more like an acid flashback. Well, you know. 
you know. You know me. I'm a big druggie. <laughs> I, have, I have never touched that stuff, and, and that's my know, story. I know, for the record, never, but I have to say that. You I know. know, I know. That's my story. Got to shake up your to audience. It. Of course. Make hey. them wonder about you a little bit. <laughs> But, uh, hey, I have a question because I'm going to be doing a class myself coming up here. Oh. And it's about walk-ins, and we're also going to be talking about reptilians. It's so funny you say that because, you know, <laughs> walk-ins are not a common conversation, and no. somebody just brought up walk-ins uh, two weeks ago to me. Oh, my gosh. that's It started about two weeks ago in a class that I was teaching. I brought it up, and everybody just was like, Everybody's hands went up. I mean, there's 20, 30 people in the class. And as soon as they brought walk-ins up, they, they raised their hand. They're like, what's that? What's that? So they made me do a class on walk-ins. They want me to do a class. Now, that's is that not kind of rooted in or uh, generally taught by shamanism? Is that I always I always put shamanism together with walk-ins. Mm-hmm. Am, am I sm- uh, smoking crack? Or, well, you are smoking crack, but that. no, that's... <laughs> But the, <laughs> well, I had to give up the but, acid. I kept I having know. all these flashbacks. What the heck? Everything tasted like and looked like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, yes. I, I can see that <laughs> with you. <laughs> I but, sure did listen to a lot of Pink Floyd back yeah, then. But anyway. Uh, yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Anyway. <laughs> so, no, the, uh, it's it does. It does, has a lot to do with shamanism, but it's also has been brought over uh, through very many, a lot of different uh, belief systems and religious belief systems. But it's the basis of my understanding is always came from the Native American and shamanism. But yeah. there's shamanism in not just in, in Native American, though, you know, in the philosophies of this is that, you know, a walk in, we all carry this thought process that there's a possible that we're walk ins. And so uh, I had learned a long time ago how to do a regression for walk ins. And so we're going to play really? with that. Yep. We're going to play with the, the regression of walk-ins. We're going to kind of learn when our walk-in came in, how many times we've been a walk-in, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of fun. And a lot of people don't realize is that the lower three chakras is man. And we have a contract with life with the lower three chakras, which is man. And the upper four chakras are, are God. Those chakras, those what we carry the information in those chakras stay with us even after a walk-in comes in. So it's 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 just a fascinating concept, you know that you know the man concept stays, which means we still have contracts with our children, we have still contracts with you know our physical being, our jobs, whatever it is, and that. But if we have you know the contracts, you know, stay with that. But we change the contracts of our heart our throat, our third eye, and our spirituality, it's, it tends to grow even in that aspect. So how common how common would you say a walk-in is? How common is it? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting. In the class of 30 that I had, and that uh, I, I counted 28 walk-ins. What? Yeah. But you tend to remember that uh, like energy attracts like energy. So, you know, but if you're, if I'm in an airport watching people and that, and there's a duality to the, their energy, when you have a walk-in, you can see the duality of the energy of it, but in an airport, it's not as common, but in a setting of where you're just sitting there in a spiritual sense, in a spiritual gathering that mostly everybody is a walk-in that comes together in a spiritual gathering. So you're 
talking about so so a walk-in isn't that and you're way ahead of me on this one uh rod but is that not kind of the concept is so your soul dies well it doesn't die but it 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 leaves your body and another soul or aspect of your soul comes in and takes over. Is that kind of the... Oh, absolutely. Yep. So it's every trauma we ever had, any impact or trauma we ever had in that our soul gets kicked out of our body. And it has a choice during that time to come back as it was or change. And now, remember, there's only so many... Uh, countable souls in this world so we have the hollow people we have you know the the reptilians we have all these different types of people that are walking this earth but but we exchange these souls amongst us and that's why there's so many people that seem familiar to us there's so many people that seem like they're they're the same person or something and and it is and then we also have doppelgangers that are you know I was the, just going to say that yep, yep 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 and at that are dimensional walkers and everything else that come within the other dimension so it, the commonality uh, of this is you know it's it's it really depends on where you're at to find that commonality and so now you said something uh, that I had never heard before so. You're saying it, so this happens um, as a result of trauma. Right. So, um, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, is there a degree of trauma? Are we talking about a car wreck trauma? Yes. Or yeah. Obama nuts uh, when Trump was elected? I mean, what kind of trauma are we talking about? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's the trauma of impact, usually. Are the trauma of of a narcissistic person with an empath and that those <laughs> that's just different types of traumas in that, but it's usually an impact trauma that causes this uh, uh, change in a person. So it is like a, a car wreck or something. Yes, like that. absolutely. Or, or, you know, okay. That yeah. fits in with what I had heard. Yeah. Cause I, I remember years ago reading something about, cause it was the first time and you may have even been the one that brought it up to me. Um, I remember researching it because I, I, I had no clue of it. And, and it seems to me I, 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 that there was some story I kept reading. It must have been a common one or a popular one or something. But, you know, some guy, and it seems to me like he was Mormon. Um, he, was, he was deeply religious and whatever it was. But he was in a car wreck. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happened, but his family reported that uh, after the car wreck, he was just a completely different, different person. person. Yeah, I remember that story. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's so that's interesting. So there's a lot of walk-ins. Yeah, there is. It's more than you realize. I mean, a lot of people that were walk-ins at young ages um, don't remember their their childhood, and dude, that's that's a huge big thing right there. If you don't remember your childhood, you yeah, know before you they're eight. Yep. What? <laughs> right. Drama. Trauma. Yeah, trauma. Exactly. The brain hasn't uh, formed yet. Exactly. And so there's it, you create this whole thing, but they can remember a past life better than they can remember their you know young ages. And I, I don't I don't recall my my childhood at all. I mean, but I can recall my past lives. Oh, see, you blow my mind. Ah, uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> No, seriously, I, I I think that's cool. I I I I've got no clue about uh, 
my past lives. The only uh, the only thing that seems to keep coming up, believe it or not, is um, uh, of course you know my uh, affinity and relationship with Marie Laveau. Right. Yes. And you know whether it was uh, uh, Christine Salcher or uh, many other uh, very gifted people that do the stuff you do. Again, I don't know how you do it, but you know they talk to dead people or they're psychic <laughs> or whatever you do. But a lot of them have all come back with the same story, which is they they sense that there's some kind of very close connection between Marie Laveau and I, and that's why. You know, when I ask for things, they happen. Right. And, um, but they all say that, you know, Marie Laveau was, was a, a, a free woman of color back in the 1800s down in Louisiana. Right. And, you know, she, she was privileged because she was married to the, the mayor, lived in the, the mayor estate. And, um, the story goes that, and I keep hearing this from all these different people, and they don't know each other. They're not in right. the same room listening. So, you know, you got to connect the dots when, <laughs> you know, very dirty, right? People and unconnected things are all doing and saying the same thing. You know, it's, it's time to start looking at it. Right. But they all think that I was a musician. Of course, you know, I'm still yep. a musician. Absolutely. And uh, that I was a musician, and that's how I gained access to get into the mayor estate. And uh, she and I uh, were lovers. I mean, she was married, so we weren't married, but we just, wow. you know did what, uh, you know, young kids in love do. And um, so there's some kind of real close tie that she and I have. And that's the only thing that I, I and I've heard that several times, so that's the only thing I know about uh, uh, past life. Um, the only other thing now that I think about it, Rod, when we uh, moved here from Ohio back in 1978, um, I was a young kid and, and um, I was taking accordion lessons we lived in Tempe, so I used to go to a big store called Milano's Music in Mesa, and it was a Mormon family uh, that owned this big music store, and uh, it was um, Mrs. Milano uh, that was my teacher, and I remember her telling my mom once, she says, you know, I think your son is, is a reincarnated Tchaikovsky or one of those because at six oh years my. old I was writing music on, right. you know, the actual, nobody does that anymore, but you know, the the, the bar lines and all that stuff. And, um, you know, my mom was really taken back by that because we come from Minnesota and Ohio. Right. And, you know, we didn't have Mormons there. And the whole idea of reincarnation just wasn't, you know, in the Lutheran uh, vein of things. Absolutely. And my mom really, uh, she didn't know what to think. On one hand, it's like, well, you just said my kids are born again, Tchaikovsky. Well, that's nice. But on the other hand, I'm not sure I want somebody that believes in that stuff teaching my kid accordion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, wow. so anyway, I mean, hopefully if, if all goes well, you know, uh, my God and master Jimmy Page, uh, <laughs> you know, I hope he lives long and prospers, but you know, he's, uh, he's getting up there. So when he leaves, maybe, uh, maybe he'll walk in and take over my body. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? So all I have to say about your accordion listens is um, pa, pa. Is what? Um, pa, pa. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It's hard to rock out and sound like, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin on an accordion. It, just, uh, it doesn't come work. Come on. You remember, I grew up in the Midwest myself in the Minnesota, South Dakota area. And that, and, yeah, there's a lot of accordion people. You know, so. it, it, it's it's those damn Polacks. Yes, it's the Polish in us both, yes, and the Norwegian. It's, it's the, and I can say that because my uh, my grandmother on my father's side was an immigrant from uh, Poland and uh, <laughs> her uh, 
My father's father was an immigrant from uh, Slovakia. So I, I can talk smack about Polak. Oh, I can Even do. Even though I don't think they, they're not the cool joke no, anymore. Wasn't no, that the no. 80s? How many Polaks does it take to change a light bulb or something? Right, right. Yeah. I think it was one to hold the light and six to turn the ladder. That's exactly right. <laughs> but boy, they can play a mean accordion. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in that type of family. I love it. Norwegian, Polish, you know. Yeah, German. the Norwegian, yeah. Pierogies, and yep. the, the Lefsa. You remember the Lefsa? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Out here they <laughs> call them tortillas. Tortillas here, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You know, there's, there's a place that's called Soup and Sausage off of uh, Cactus and Thunder, or after Thunderbird and 7th Avenue in here in Phoenix, Arizona. And it is delicious. And it, it's, I'll bet. It, it's old home cooked meals, and that so we have to do that one of these days. days oh, right? we will. No, yeah, that we'll sounds great. That, get a, get like, they, actually, they serve uh, Russian, Ukrainian, Norwegian, and Polish beer. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Not, not that I drink. Wait, it we're going to be there else. a while. <laughs> They're big bottles too. <laughs> So, huh. I don't think I've ever had a Russian beer or a Norwegian. Beer. Oh well, maybe my gosh. when I was in uh, Denmark, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had their. Uh, yeah, they like that white wheat beer. Oh yes, yes, yes. Which is really good if you're trying to get a big belly. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> you knew who you were calling, Rod. Yeah, I know. This is this is Rod talks, and this is this what is we do. Rod talks. We just talk, man. So, That's right. It's, it's not for children. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, how can people get a hold of you, Michael? Uh, they can't. I don't exist. I'm not right. here. And right. uh, right. you know, I am thinking about teleporting down here uh, with the Palladians, maybe sometime really? in uh, June. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. interesting. Right now, that's I'm where the lizard the people ocean. came from. That area, you know, too. What's that? The reptilians, the lizard people, came from that area. You know, that's a good one to talk about, yeah. yeah. Uh, to answer your question, the best thing is, is uh, go to my website, eyesthatseek.com. Eyesthatseek.com. Um, eyesthatseek.com, and uh, you can email me from there. And in fact, speaking of which, this is a totally cool uh, story based uh, just right on that same thing. I get this email. This is about three months ago, four months ago. I get this email um from it was through my website mm-hmm. and it was from a young girl in india oh wow and she says you know hey michael i'm uh you know i'm i'm you know a young girl in india i'm on my spiritual path and i was just googling things and she says i ran across a couple of your videos and then i went to your website and you know, basically, I just resonated with you, and and she says, you know, I I just wanted to reach out and thank you so much for you know all your your wonderful teachings, etc. And I thought, boy, that was nice of her. And so she, and you know, it had to have been uh, one of Dave Marsh's uh, videos or something that. She oh saw. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yes, um, exploring the human journey. But uh, yeah, she actually uh, uh, reached out to me through my website, and uh, we still yak back and forth uh, to this day. And I just think that's really cool that uh, somebody uh, on the other side of the planet found me and and uh, emailed me through my website. Wow, and, and a female too, and a young one, nineteen. <laughs> yeah, 19. she's bright for yeah wow. for nineteen, and wow. she's uh, already thinking about this stuff. We're you know what? It's really interesting. Is my some of my classes they're getting younger and younger in my classes. Are they? It is really interesting. Is I had 
um, it was like four mothers and four daughters that was in one of my classes. And the daughters were 17, 18 years old. And it was a kind of intuitive development type thing. And these kids picked up on this stuff. It was just amazing. And then this lady brought her son. And he was 17 years old. And the, his thought process and think, oh, my gosh, I, I can I, I was really impressed by it because what's happening nowadays is the parents are allowing their kids to have that um, spiritual movement and, 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 you know, praise them upon it and push them towards it. And, you know, it's not just your imagination. You know, it's not just this like we were, you know, it's your we imagination. We were indoctrinated in the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Both of us were Lutherans. You, you know, we grew uh, up Lutheran. Yeah, Lutheran. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. be Norwegian, Swede in the Midwest Absolutely. without being one. Yep, Salem Lutheran. Mine was, you know, so. Oh, see, I was almost Wisconsin Senate. Oh, my gosh. Well, so we, now you get the, the fire and brimstone yeah. and whips and chains, right? So, like, there's, <laughs> there's no dancing in my town, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, these young kids, it's just, I'm very impressed with it. And, you know, there's so many people that are, are making fun of the millennials and everything else that they, they're having a different thought concept because they're thinking spiritually. They're not all thinking methodically. They're not all thinking logically, you know, and things like that. They're thinking in a spiritual sense. Well, it's that common core math. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's, 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 it's redone their neural net. Yeah. Yeah. Their synapses are, are, are snapping in a different way. Yeah. I, I, uh, may you live in interesting times. Yeah. You know, I can't <laughs> yes. tell you how many times I say that. Right. Um, you know, and it's so darn true, but it, uh, you know, people I think, and, and now especially the younger kids that we're talking about, you know, dogma, I mean, cause that's what all this is. I don't care if you're talking to government, you're talking education. You're talking religion or any of the other big foundations that program us, right? Let's right. call it for what it is. Yep. They're just not having it. No, absolutely. You know, not. just like this whole idea of getting a job and making money and earning a living. No, they're not. They're they're not <laughs> digging that either. Absolutely not. Right? right. You know, and that's where the universal basic income uh, and the uh, Chinese social credit scoring uh, system will be just in time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> So, but it is interesting that they're that they're open to. Uh, oh gosh, yes. I, I think it's awesome. I, I really do, yeah. and I think uh, I, I think they're they're, you know, they're tied. They're probably tied. You tell me your thoughts on this, but I'll bet you they're tied far uh, far more to the um, Aquarian energy than the Pisces that we were born into. Well, absolutely, they are. It's the age of the Aquarians right now, and so yep. yes, they they are really tied to that, and. It, the thing is, is that, you know, there's more of a water flow to this, you know, a water element and everything else that where we had more elements of earth and which was really interesting is so this is there's there's they're easier going than than what we used to be, you know, in a sense. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 But I hate to do this, Michael, but we're going to have to wrap this up because I have a client coming in and. And I want to do more of this. There's Rod Talks and everything. So I like Rod Talks. I like Rod Talks, too. I, I, I started by just calling people and said, what are you doing? And not telling them I was on the air with them. But, <laughs> but that didn't work out very well. <laughs> that, did, that didn't work out very well. So I, I now ask them what they're doing. <laughs> you know, that's too funny. You, 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 I know I can't... Uh, there was uh, somebody that did that on a radio show. 
uh, where they had some guy on and the guy just wanted to call his wife at work or something to do whatever. And however it planned out, you know, it was a spontaneous thing, but he wound up finding out she was cheating on him over the air. Do you remember that story? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So don't be doing that stuff, Rod. <laughs> no, you know, people no. are cheating. Leave them alone. Absolutely. I, you know, I just let them do it. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm with my girlfriend. My wife doesn't know. Well, she does now. Dang it. You know? <laughs> oh gosh, that was a, that was such a funny thing. But uh, Rod, I will uh, respect your time and let you go. But thank you so much for calling me for Rod. Absolutely. Talk. After we uh, hang on a little bit, uh, so I'm going to wrap this up. But hang on, so I can uh, uh, say goodbye to you in in you know on a more personal aspect. Sure. But uh, this was Rod Talks, and we had Michael on here. And Michael's website again was Eyes That Seek. Eyesthatseek.com. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, Reiki Rod is my website. You can get a hold of me there. Or you can call 480-788-9580 for any information. Or you would like to be on Rod Talks, and just let me know. We could have a lot of fun that michael it's always a pleasure thank you very it much. is rod thank yep. you so much thank you very much for being on rod talks have a good night 